Welcome back to Talk of the Town on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC on WHTC.com and on the WHTC app for your smartphone. Once again, here's your host, Gary Stevens. Welcome back to Talk of the Town for this Tuesday, January 9th. It is the second Tuesday of the month, which means at this time we get an update from the Holland Museum about things going on at the museum. And today we're joined by Joseph McCluskey, who's the Development and Communications Associate Director, and the Education and Community Programs Manager, Michelle Stepien. To both Joseph and Michelle, good morning and Happy New Year to both of you. Good morning. Good morning, Gary. Glad you are with us. And no, the dog will not be answering any questions today. <laughs> but uh, that's okay. That's okay. Dogs should be seen and not heard. But uh, what can be heard right now is your questions about what's going on at the museum. If you have some, 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. It is 2024. And it's a memorable year for the Holland Museum and for one of its entities. And it's a year-long celebration, Michelle, for 150 years of the Capon House. Yes, we are so excited to start off 2024. It is the 150th anniversary of the Capon House, which is located at the corner of 9th Street and Washington. Um, it was built in 1874, and it was the home of Isaac Capon, uh, the first mayor of Holland, and his family. Uh, so this year, we are hosting um, a range of events, uh, programs, and exhibitions to uh, discuss the house, the renovation of the house, to talk about the family, some of their stories, um, and really just celebrate this um, great, amazing, beautiful Victorian home as well as the family who lived Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it'll be a lot of fun for that. And of course, uh, Let's just say all the plans are not totally in yet, Michelle, are they? No, we're still working on the second half of the year, but we do know what we're doing for the first half of the year. So um, in terms of our exhibitions and uh, and our programs, um, but we're also celebrating this year with a commemorative 12-month calendar, and the calendar features interior and interior photos of the house, uh, some important dates for the family, um, and also some preservation information. And so those are still available at the museum gift shop for the really great low price of $12.50. So if you're interested in having a Capon calendar to celebrate 2024 at your own house, come by the museum and pick up a calendar. Before we talk about some of the other things, Michelle just brought this up, and we don't discuss it a lot in our conversations involving the Holland Museum, but talk a little bit about the Holland Museum gift shop, because uh, it is uh, uh, you know, more than just get a special little trinket that you've been in the museum. You have some fun things in there, don't you? We do. We have uh, books, a lot of them by local authors talking about different parts of Holland history. Um, we have great t-shirts, there's games, there's decorative items for your home, puzzles, all kinds of really great stuff in there um, connected to Holland, connected to Holland's stories and, and Holland's history. It's opened 
with the hours that the museum is open, right? Yes. So the shop is open when the museum is open. So that's Mondays, Fridays, and Saturdays from 10 until 5. Now, for our friends who are listening online at whtc.com or through the WHTC app on the smartphone and are not in the immediate Holland area, are there online opportunities to purchase things from the gift shop or it's a case of you need to be in Holland to get it? You do need to come into Holland. You have to come to the museum to to check out what we've got on uh, in our in our gift shop. Okay, I just wanted to you know bring that question up for Good our question. friends that are listening uh, remotely, and uh, you know they are physically far away, but they left their hearts in Holland. No, that's not a good song, and I'm not going to try to be Tony Bennett. Uh, 616-395-1450. If you have a question for Joseph McCluskey and Michelle Stempion, they are with the Holland Museum, 616-395-1450. When next we chat with our friends from the museum, it will be a post-chat after one of the biggest fundraisers of the museum's season, Museum on Tap, and that's coming up on February 9th, Joseph. That's right. Uh, this will be our fourth annual Museum on Tap. I believe there was one break during uh, COVID, but as you mentioned, it'll be Friday, February 9th from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., and it'll be at the Holland Museum. So this is a good opportunity for folks to come in and support the museum by purchasing a ticket um, maybe folks haven't been in before, but this is a great way to, to get folks in. Um, tickets include uh, six four-ounce pours of uh, drinks from our beverage vendors. We have eight beverage vendors this year. Um, there's beer, wine, and cider that folks can taste. Um, and there'll also be food, a raffle, and a silent auction with uh, items from local vendors and local businesses. So uh, this is a great opportunity for folks to support the museum. And tickets are on sale now. Uh, you can go online to hollandmuseum.org to purchase tickets, or you can give a call to myself at 616-796-3322 uh, to purchase tickets. And those are $35 a person if they're purchased ahead of time, or they're $50 at the door. Uh, 616-796-3322, by the way, is that number if you want more information about Museum on Tap. And keep in mind, this is not a case where uh, you're going to be judging these beers, ciders, and wines tasting. It's it's just for refreshment. It's just for fun. Uh, it, it's not as if somebody's going to come walk away with a nice prize. Unless I'm right. thinking that might be an idea that might be for a future year. I don't know. I mean, there will be opportunity for folks to maybe rate their their favorites um, that they've tasted over the night, but I'm not sure that there will be a prize involved this year. Okay, I <laughs> I, I just want to keep that in mind when you mention wine and beer tasting, and uh, you know, and of course for those who uh, cannot enjoy, be it because they are the designated driver, or I'm going to be honest with you, like my wife, allergic to alcohol. No, no, no. You have non-alcoholic beverages that. Uh, will suffice in that situation. That's right. We do have, uh, in addition to our regular tickets, we have what we call designated driver tickets, which are $10. And that includes uh, the same amount of pours, but we have non-alcoholic sodas from Kitty Wampus, which is local. And they also can enjoy the food, museum, and snacks with that ticket. 
616-395-1450 if you have a number for us here uh, on this Talk at the Town segment with Joseph McCluskey, whom we just heard, and Michelle Stempion, who you heard a few moments ago there with the Holland Museum, 616-395-1450. And get your thinking caps on. Uh, in about 10 minutes or so, we're going to pose our question, uh, and it involves the uh, legacy of Isaac Capon. So, um Get your thinking caps on, and you have a chance to win a couple of passes to the Holland Museum if you know something about the history of Isaac Capon. It is interesting to think about how events in the past would have been handled and would have been covered if, say, some of the current modern technology was available. When, if we had smartphones that came far later than, say, this date several years ago, I can't uh, scroll it up real fast, but uh, it is, you know, a, a, a commemoration of the uh, start of the smartphone era when Steve Jobs introduced the iPhone on this date. And I want to say 2006, but that's. You know, it's only been around for about 18 years. But what if we had some of the events in history during the time, you know, when there was smartphones, if there were smartphones, say, back at the Great Holland Fire, how would that be handled? Well, that's part of a program, Michelle, that's coming up this coming Thursday uh, in the Spark Lab titled The Holland Fire on TikTok. Bring in the Mandarin. <laughs> yeah, I am very excited about this program. So uh, this is in connection with our Newsflash exhibition, which talks about the, the history of journalism in Holland. And we thought it would be really important to think about um, media today, how media is done today. Um, and uh, Fritz Klug, who is uh, teaching adjunct at Holland uh, at Hope College right now, um, came to us. We we talked to him about an idea, and he ran with it. And I I love this idea. He is going to be talking about what if we had some of the media that we have today. How would such an important event in the history of Holland as the Holland Fire of 1871, how would that be covered today with the kinds of media and journalism that we have today? And um, so I think he's he's going to, it's going to be really interesting. So he's going to talk about um, how it would be focused. He would talk, he'll talk about print, radio, television, internet, social media. He's also going to touch on the challenges facing the news industry and consumers as we head into a future of misinformation, artificial intelligence, and niche media interests. So if you're interested in that talk, it is this Thursday, uh, January 11th at 7 o'clock at the Holland Museum um, in our Spark Lab. And it is a free program. Uh, we do encourage you to register, which you can do online through our website. Um, but also you can just come. The doors will open at 6.30 and the program begins at 7 o'clock. Oh, by the way, I did some checking while Michelle was uh, telling us about the program. Steve Jobs unveiled the first iPhone on this date, July, uh, January 9th, 2007. 17 years. That's it. You know, granted, there was smart uh, cell phones before, but really, 
uh, the smartphone began on this date in 2007. Staying with Michelle for a moment, uh, uh, we are, of course, uh, eight days away from the actual birthday, but next Monday is the national holiday for Martin Luther King Jr., and the museum does have a program involving the great civil rights leader coming up this coming Monday. Yes, we do this uh, every year um, on the Martin Luther King Day. So that is next Monday, January 15th. The museum will be open from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And it is a free day. The whole day is free. And um, we do special programs um, really to try and talk about Dr. King's message of peace and equity and inclusion um, and really hope to have our visitors think about how they can continue his legacy in our community. Uh, so we'll have various crafts. We'll have some gallery scavenger hunts, activity packets for our kids to take home. Um, we are going to have a recording of Dr. King's Detroit speech, which he actually did um, before the I Have a Dream speech and um, in Detroit. So we're going to have a recording of that in the Newsflash exhibition. Uh, there will be a video that kids can watch. Um, and then we're also going to have story times throughout the day with invited community guests. So we will have uh, Professor Fred Johnson from Hope College, Yada Ramirez from the Holland Zealand Community Foundation, uh, Samuel Vega and Ricky Levine from the Holland Museum, Jennifer Bexport from Corwell Health and Joe Matthews from Gen text will be there um, at various times throughout the day. You can check our website for those times and they will be reading stories that also will be talking about Dr. King and Dr. King's legacy. Yeah. Uh, by the way, um, I'll see if I can fiddle on this uh, because on in 19, it was 1963 when Dr. King had his famous speech in Washington and this particular radio station was a member of the mutual broadcasting system. So I might do some uh, scavenging to see how the mutual system covered that event and if how they covered it probably was on these particular airwaves back in 63. But, uh, you know, and by the way, that's 61 years ago. Getting old. Uh, 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Two more programs uh, to talk about uh, between now and the next time we have our friends from the museum joining us. Um, we are fo- featuring, of course, uh, the uh, life of Isaac Capon and the Capon House on its anniversary. And we have a Tales from the Archives coming up a week from um well, actually, two weeks from Thursday, the 25th. Yeah, so our first program uh, for the Holland, the Capon 150 year is Thursday, January 25th at 7 o'clock. And uh, we will be featuring Steve Vanderveen, um, a local journalist, author, and professor. You'll probably know his name from his columns in the Holland Sentinel. And he is going to be talking a little bit about the founding of the Holland Colony here, um, but talking about the life and times of Isaac Capon as Holland's first major industrialist 
and how important he was to the development of the city of Holland. And um, that is our first program to start off our 150th year. So again, that's Thursday, January 25th from seven at seven o'clock at the museum. Again, it's a free program. Registrations are encouraged, but you can just show up the night of the program as well. And then our next program after that, um, also at well, this one will be at the Capon House on Saturday, February 3rd. We are going to have Victorian Valentines at the Capon House. Uh, so Saturday, February 3rd from 1 to 4. Um, and the Capon House, again, is at the corner of 9th and Washington. It's 228 West 9th Street. And you'll get to learn a little bit about the origins of Valentines, which actually started during the Victorian era. You'll get to create some of your own Victorian-inspired Valentines, um, enjoy some cookies and hot cocoa, and uh, also tour the Capon and Settlers Historic Home with our docents. Um, this program, there is a charge for it, $7 for adults, $5 for seniors, $3 for students and children six and under and Holland Museum members are free. There's no pre-registration and you will only be able to purchase tickets on the day of the event at the visitor center at the Capon House. Now let's get our trivia question up and running. And we're going to ask our listeners to see if they know the answer to our trivia question. And it stems a little bit of what just uh, Michelle just mentioned a few moments ago. I'll pose the question today. Um, Steve Vanderveen, of course, will have that uh, presentation on January 25th. As Isaac Capon's, Isaac Capon being the first major industrialist in the Holland area. Question to you is this. What industry is Isaac Capon best remembered for? What industry is Isaac Capon best remembered for? Michelle, I'm going to give you the opportunity to give us the answer. Okay. He is best known for uh, the leather industry. He was a tanner. He owned a tannery. And Ruth from Holland was our correct caller, first correct caller. And so she wins the passes to the Holland Museum, and she'll be notified uh, by the museum of how to redeem those passes. We'll have another opportunity for you to uh, win those passes in our next uh, museum segment a month from now. It was mentioned a little bit earlier about the current exhibit at the Holland Museum, Newsflash, the story of journalism in Holland. That's going to continue for a little while longer, Joseph, but the other exhibit is shutting down at the end of the month. Tell us a little bit about that. That's right. Our lobby exhibit, Cabinets of Curiosities, Origins of the Modern Museum, will be closing on January 29th. So by the time we reconvene next month, that will be closed. So if you have not had a chance to come by the museum to see that exhibit, uh, now is your time to do that. And that was put together by our uh, Summer Intern Council, features unique and possibly never before seen, now they've been seen, uh, objects from the museum's collection. Um, so Get in to see that exhibit, uh, closes again on January 29th. And as a sneak peek, uh, once that closes, we will be opening a Capon related exhibit in that space. Um, and it will be titled Authentically Victorian, Reflecting on the Capon House Restoration. So uh, get that on your calendars and that opens in March. Yeah, and that will be really the spotlight of the museum uh, for 2024. Um, not only the Capon House, but the history of uh, Isaac Capon and the legacy he left for Holland, even though 
you know, Holland is more known for, uh, uh, you know, for furniture and other things, uh, you know, the tanneries and the, uh, uh, the leather industry, certainly part of the uh, legacy as well. Uh, the program that's coming up uh, involving uh, the uh, Tales from the Archives with Isaac Capon, as well as uh, 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 the other things going on, is going to be in Spark Lab. And if you've not been at Spark Lab, Michelle, uh, it is definitely a place to go for the younger ones. A lot of hands-on exhibits and hands-on activities that sometimes museums, shall we say, hands-off is more likely the case than it is hands-on. That's true. There are things in the museum we ask people not to touch to help protect them for future generations. But the Spark Lab is a space where you can come and uh, it's interactive. You can create, invent. It's a lot of fun in there. Um, our current activities are focused on the theme of toys and games. And we do actually have some uh, toys and games dating back from the 1930s, 40s, 50s uh, from our collection on view. Those you can't touch. But things you can touch and hang and do is you get to tweak a pinball game uh, you get to explore the technology behind electronic games and toys with snap circuits um, design a paper doll outfit for any adventure um, and uh, uh, explore our, our soundscapes which is a toy that combines the laws of motion with simple machines and it's a fun musical challenge so those uh, will only be up for a short time a little bit longer and then we're going to switch over to a space theme so if you haven't had a chance to do these toys and games i would encourage you to get there in the next couple of weeks um and uh spark lab is open on fridays from 11 to 5 and saturdays from 10 to 4 and spark lab is included with museum admission and you mentioned about docents and people who can help at the holland museum the opportunities are always there you can always use an extra hand or three to help out, right? We can. We're always looking for exciting, fun volunteers who want to be part of the museum and what we do for the community. Uh, you could be a docent. Uh, you could be a facilitator in Spark Lab if you're interested in science, technology, you like working with kids and young people. Um, we also need volunteers for special events. Joseph talked about Museum on Tap coming up in a few weeks, and we always need volunteers for that event. So maybe you only have some time on a Friday evening, um, and but you'd like to volunteer, contact the museum if you're interested in volunteering for Museum on Tap. For more information about the museum, how you can become a member of the Holland Museum, Go online to hollandmuseum.org. That is hollandmuseum.org. Or you can give the museum a call at 616-796-3329. 616-796-3329, Holland Museum. Of course, is the former Holland Post Office at the corner of 10th Street, West 10th Street, and River Avenue in downtown Holland. Joseph McCluskey, Michelle Stepien, thank you very much for joining us today on Talk of the Town, getting us caught up, caught up to speed on things going on at the museum. Wish both of you and everyone at the museum well. And if all goes well, we'll do this again in about four weeks. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. Thanks, Gary. And that is Michelle Stepien and Joseph McCluskey with the Holland Museum on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Coming up. 
It is CBS News with Deborah Rodriguez, followed by WHTC News. Some open line ahead of what's uh, what's new right now with Brian Spencer. And then at the bottom of the hour, we'll have the Master Gardener, Jan Musen with the Garden, Yard and Garden Hour on 99.7, 1450 WHTC.